Welcome to Wisdom of the Masters, Hasidic Parsha Pearls. Here we are standing in a brand new book, the third book of the five books of Moses, Sefer Vayikra, which for the most part is about these offerings, the sacrifices in the temple, and that of course needs tremendous explanation of why we have these animal sacrifices, what's the significance and uh, I recommend looking at previous years of recordings on this podcast, uh, Parshas Vayikra, and I go into depth about the, the inner meaning of the Karbanas. For now, we're going to share a few Hasidic teachings on the beginning of the Parsha. The Parsha begins, Vayikra Hashem El Moshe, and Hashem called to Moshe. And he spoke to him from the tent of meeting. And a lot of the commentaries point out something very interesting about the word Vayikra. It means, and he called. In the Torah, it is written with a very small letter Aleph. The, letter, the word Vayikra is spelled Vav, Yud, Kuf, Resh, Aleph. And the last letter, Aleph, appears in every single Torah scroll, tiny. And that's a tradition passed down. And it's not clear why that letter appears so small. So, I'm just going to share with you a few different ideas on this from a few different Hasidic masters that I stumbled upon this morning. Um... So, the Ma'or Enayim, Rev Menachem Nachem of Chernobyl, the first Chernobyl Rebbe, says as follows, And Hashem called to Moshe, and he said, Why is it that the Parsha begins, and he called, it doesn't say who called, why doesn't it say, Vayikra El Moshe Hashem? Why does it just say, Vikra al Moshe, and he called to Moshe? Yet the second part of the Pasik, Vayadaber Hashem Elav, and Hashem spoke to him from the tent of meeting. Why does that one say Hashem? So he says as follows When God took us out of Egypt, he began with the commandment to bring the carbon Pesach, the Pas- Passover offering, circumcision. Afterwards, he split the sea. Then he took us through the desert with clouds of glory and a, and a pillar of fire. And afterwards, he gave us the Torah and essentially revealed himself to us by saying, Anochi Hashem, I am the Lord your God who took you out of Egypt. Why did he start? And then he commanded us to build a mikdash, a sanctuary, a... Uh, a temple. So why did he start with these miracles and only afterwards reveal himself to us? So he says it's a metaphor to a person who was blind from birth and suddenly they're given through some sort of miracle or medical intervention, they're suddenly able to see for the very first time. He says you can't open, they can't open their eyes suddenly to the light of the sun. They won't be able to handle it. It will blind them. Again, 
So you have to little by little put them in a dark room with a little bit of light and little by little increase the light. Um, and he says that so too with the Jewish people in Egypt. We were on a very low spiritual level. The Talmud says we were on the 49th level of impurity, which is like basically as low as you can go. The 50th level is the point of no return. And if Hashem had revealed himself to us, his presence to us, we wouldn't be able to handle it. And therefore we have to go step by step. And the goal is to get to build for me a dwelling place and I will dwell within you. The goal is building the temple or the temple within us. Us. The goal is that God should be revealed with us in the world. So he continues, just skipping a few lines, that even when, and I think this is an idea that actually we said from him many, many months ago, this from this from the Morinayim. I think we said a similar idea. He says that that God contract, contracts himself into this world inside, but with each and every person, and even next to the biggest sinner, God is still with him. And he says the proof for that is that even the biggest sinner can have at a moment a desire to return to God. And that's because God is with him at that moment. And he's saying to him, return to me, return to me. It's just that that person normally can't hear it. He's normally too stuck in his ego or in his uh, desires or in the physicality to hear the voice of God talking to him. But God is talking to him at every moment. And that's why when God spoke to Moshe, it says the word Aleph, which symbolizes God, who is the Aleph of the world, it means the chief of the world, the leader of the world, the letter Aleph is small when, 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 when God calls to Moshe. And that's the way it is for each and every one of us, that God is talking to us at every moment, telling us to come back to him. It's just that that letter Aleph is very small. We don't always hear that calling. So, and that's why it doesn't say, and he called, and God called him. It just said, and he called to him. And, and the godliness that's calling is hidden inside the, the calling, and it's very small. I'm going to say my own insight into this in a moment. And When a person realizes it, that Hashem is calling him, then the person suddenly says, oh, you know what, I, I, got, I just realized God's calling, God's speaking to me, it's time to return back to him. And that's, what, that's the next part of the, of the verse. That God called, spoke to him from the tent of meeting, from the temple, so to speak. When a person comes to do something wrong and at the last minute he gets held back, that's as if God's speaking directly to him. So, essentially what he's trying to tell us is that there's a calling that God is calling to us. And I want to add in that Rashi points out that Vayikra, without the Aleph, appears like the word Vikar. And Vikar means 
a happenstance, a coincidence, a happening, chance. The, what, the circumstances of our life appear like accidents. But really there's a little olive inside and really it's a calling. That God is hidden inside the coincidences of our life. We have to look deeper to see the olive, to see the godliness that's hidden in the accidents, in the circumstances of our life, and realize that it's a calling that God is speaking to us. The Baal Shem Tov used to teach his students to recognize that everything you hear, everything that happens to you in your day, every single moment is not accidental. There's meaning and purpose behind everything. And God is trying to talk to us throughout the day of days of our life, through the moments of our life, through the experiences and interactions of our life. Everything is a message. And it's up to us whether we hear the message. So if originally it's a vayikra, it looks like a coincidence, but really there's a calling, there's God inside. Once we heed the calling, then Hashem speaks to us directly. Me'ohel Moed, from the tent of meeting, the place where we come to connect. The idea of a moed is a is an inter, is a meeting point. Holidays, Jewish holidays, are called moadim because they're meeting places in time for us to connect to God. But really, every moment is that opportunity to connect to God. We just have to heed the voice. So, our job is to try to internalize the messages and recognize that God is literally reaching out to us at every moment. We don't always see it, but if we stop and internalize... And by the way, another message that Rashi tells us that the reason that God called to Moshe is to give him a moment to prepare himself, a moment to reflect between each and every idea that he taught him. So if we take a moment to stop the noise to reflect, to meditate, to contemplate a little bit about what we're doing in this world, what our goals are, why we're here, what's happening to us. Why did this happen to me? Why did I just get stuck in traffic? Why did I just lose my job? Why did this thing that seems negative just happen or this thing that seems random or even meaningless or actually good? Why did that happen? At every moment, stop, take a moment to reflect, and then we can begin to hear the God of voice talking to us in our life. Thank you for listening. And I wish you a beautiful, beautiful Shabbos and a beautiful week.